Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Welcome to Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Listen in as Brent gives his views on the world of baseball, from the big leagues, to the minor leagues, to Little League. Foul Tips is also home to the Rick Award, and we are part of the Belly Up Network. So sit back, grab a beer, and let's get into it. All right, Foul Tips, the all-baseball edition of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Game 3, postpartum reports, I guess we could say, for the Yankees' loss last night in Progressive Field in Cleveland. Uh, Yankees lose uh, 6-5 in a devastating loss. One of those ones that stick to you a little bit as a fan, and I'm sure as a uh, as a player or manager or management or whoever's involved with the Yankees are kind of feeling the same way that Yankee fans are feeling this morning. Um, their buttholes are probably clenched a little bit as of right now, whereas, whereas we get to sit back throughout the day and, and worry about things and every, everything else. But I got my 2019 hat on today. I uh, got big hopes, big Big uh, big dreams for the Yankees to pull it off tonight, but we'll get to tonight's game a little later on. Uh, yeah, the Yankees' loss last night was a shocker. It was um, didn't think it was going to happen. They didn't start off with the greatest thing. IKF struggling at shortstop still. Severino was not great. They the the Cleveland uh, Guardians. I got it right again. The Guardians are slapped the ball around like nobody nobody else can do in baseball. It seems they play small ball. They hit it. They 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 move around. They they run well. They do all the little things right that you learn back in. In Little League and American Legion and high school baseball, they don't have the power that the Yankees do, but they uh, ended up with 15 hits last night. And in the ninth thing, they did the same thing that a lot of teams were seem to be doing in the playoffs right now. The Yankees aren't doing for some unknown reason. Maybe they just can't, or maybe that's just the way, the way that they're built. But anyways, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, Yankees losing last night. First time they've blown a, a lead with multiple runs in, in the ninth inning. 167-0 all time when, when holding a two-runner two more lead. And then all good things must come to an end. The uh, the bullpen blew it. That's uh, There's no surprise there whatsoever that uh, it's this one is on Boone and the bullpen staff and bullpen management. That's uh, the way it was, it was handled in the ninth. Uh, not a good look for Boone who go, goes by the binder and he's told what to do. And there's a, I don't know if he's told what to do, but he has, he's urged a certain way by, by the analytics guys. Severino struggled a little bit last night, but he worked his way out of, out of some jams, especially in the first. He kind of got let down by, not kind of got let down. He did get let down by IKF last night in a couple situations. Severino, five and two thirds, uh, eight hits. What did he have? Six strikeouts. Wasn't great, but he battled and he battled hard, which it was good to see. 
He was allowed to go 100 and some pitches last night. So that that was a good to see for the Yankees going forward if they can get through tonight uh, and, and move on to tomorrow. He won't see any action until the ALCS or next year is where we're sitting right now. But uh, it was a tough, tough goal for Severino. He uh, he got through, didn't give up a bunch. He was fine. He did what did what he's supposed to do. And that's what you get your starter, getting getting a little bit of length. Another inning would have been good, but he threw he was into 50 pitches, I think, in, in the second inning just because of the, uh, the, the, the defensive lapses that uh, were caused by Mr. IKF, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, who to his own admittance last night was not good. And he had a couple chances, a couple, three chances to help the team uh, defensively and didn't. Uh, it was not a good look for the Yankees at shortstop that the way they they've, they they have these touted shortstops in, in their their system that they should, probably could be playing right now, but they hold on to their, their prospects so, uh, so long. And I don't understand that because it... Uh, that, that's a position uh, that should be a position of strength in Yankee land. We had Jeter, we had DD and, and, and the like, but anyways, we'll get to that at, at a later day. Um, right now, the Yankees, I think their biggest problem is their home run, home runner die mentality. It's, it's not a good look. Other teams seem to be doing quite well. The, the Indians, you watch the Padres in, in, a, in, when they won last night, they had the five run, uh, seventh inning, I believe it was, um, and just on and on they went, and they just—it was base hit after base hit, small ball, putting the ball in place, slapping it around. And Cleveland did the same thing last night throughout the game. They hit hit, hit a couple of balls deep, but the, the way that Cleveland can move the ball around, they were trying to bunt, they were keeping keeping the defense guessing, playing the shifts the whole bit, and then there was that that shift in the in the ninth that it should have been just a pop up that that. Uh, Kinder Falefa was told where to play, but if he was playing where every other shortstop in the history of the game was playing up until about five years ago, it's a pop-up. They're probably out of the inning. Anyways, but they don't, and there's analytics and the shifts and the nerds and all that stuff has taken over the game of baseball. I don't know if I like it, but that's just the way they are. Um, it's a bad look right now if you're the Yankees, I think, and with if you're Cashman and the Steinbrenners and everything else, and you got to think the Steinbrenners got to be thinking, why do we spend this much I didn't swear. I almost did. Why do we spend this much money year in, year out when we're losing to a team that the Cleveland Indians, we have four players that match their entire uh, their entire payroll. In fact, they have two or three players that match their entire payroll of $68 million, I think that their, their payroll is. They got a young team. They got an exciting team. They're winning their division. And they're there. Like they are right there. They're on the, on the cusp of going to the ALCS uh, against a Houston team that, that is, that is quite good that survived an 18 inning marathon yesterday with, with Seattle. But it's uh it's a bad look right now for Cashman for, and for the Yankees. And I think for Yankee fans in general, that we expect all these championships to happen because the, the money that gets spent, I think it's a terrible look right now with the, the construction and the pitching and, and, and the bullpen construction that the Yankees have at the moment, because they, because they do go out and spend a bunch of money. Why do they have to when there's all these teams with young bullpens, young arms, young guys go, going out and, and winning a lot of ball games? And by winning a, and winning a lot of ball games handily. And it's yes, they're in a weaker division in the American League Central. I get it. Chicago White Sox had a down year. The Minnesota Twins had a down year, and they were supposed to win that division. Cleveland kind of came out of nowhere. It might be a fairy tale situation or Cinderella situation. Fairy tale Cinderella, same thing. Cinderella never wins except for in the Disney movie. Cinderella's never win the World Series. But it's a bad look right now, in my opinion, on the Yankees that they they spend all this money, they spend huge dough, and they don't win. Um, yes, they're in the playoffs and there is success to having Gates in the playoffs, but right now they've only had the two playoff dates at home and it could be all done tonight. Um, the, the amount of money they spend and now you, you're, the Yankee fan base is going to want to spend money on judge. And I get it. Cause I, I think judge needs to stick around. I wrote an article for belly up sports that, um, 
that Judge Judge needs the Yankees as much as the Yankees need Judge. So I, I think that they'll, they'll come to an agreement. Um, there were some disparaging remarks, I thought, from from Chapman, uh, not from Chapman, from Cashman earlier on this week, um, saying that the, the pot of gold is there and he bet on himself. But now with uh, Judge did hit, hit the home run last night, it looked good for Judge. He finally got a hit. Uh, Francona had a, a funny a funny line after the Judge home run when they were interviewing him um, in the middle of the game that said he'll pick that ball up on the way through. He hit it so far. I don't know if anybody caught that during the telecast last night, but I got a good kick out of that. But uh, like I said, Severino, he was fine. He battled through the first, but uh, the weak bullpen cost him. Mariano Rivera ain't walked through through that gate, and there's nobody in baseball like Mariano, but the Yankees to not have a a solid plan going forward, in my eyes, just my opinion, they probably... They, no, they blew it last night. They blew it. Schmidt wasn't good. Peralta was serviceable. He did what he had to do, but Schmidt was quite bad. Um, I didn't understand why he was in there. I do not know the reasoning why he would have been in there. It, it, it makes zero sense to me. They they had some guys that were healthy, ready to go. It's uh, the closure situation is is a mystery. Yeah, they kind of they have they do have some injuries. They do have that guys hurt. It, it's a thing. Um, Chapman he probably wouldn't have been there anyways. But if he's down there you just never know um but he decided not to come to uh the the, the last uh team workout so it's kind of a, a situation where I, th- I think that maybe maybe if he's there he's a, he's a gun that they might have been able to use but they're they're stretched so thin one thing that judge or not judge that boone does a lot is he manages for tomorrow a lot um and that works in the regular season a lot that's why he has so many hundred win seasons like he can manage for tomorrow but during the playoffs, you have to win today. You have to win every game. It's so important to get your series done quickly and efficiently because then you can have some rest days. Now, if the Yankees do somehow pull this off, they won't have any any rest days. It's going to be tough moving forward into the ALCS versus the Houston Astros, and that's why Cleveland's going to go for it tonight, and they'll they'll pull all the stops. You won't. I don't think you'll see Terry Francona making a bunch of changes. He'll have a game plan, but yeah, let's finish this off today because we don't want to have to go back to Bronx. We want to get this done. So everything that can possibly be done to win a game, they're going to do today. And I I, I really believe that, that Frank Cohen is going to help manage Boone a little bit in this situation because they don't want to go to the Bronx. They don't want to have to, to have a one-game winner-take-all where they can get it done in front of their home crowd at Progressive Field. Uh, the Yankees only managed a total of five hits last night uh, compared to the 15 that Cleveland got. That's troubling to me. And then out of your fifth, out of your five hits, three more home runs, you had judge uh, Bader and Cabrera each hitting home runs. The judge one was a bomb. I kind of liked uh, the, the difference in, in the two home run dances. Uh, Bader, he, he put his head down and ran where, whereas Cabrera, he kind of did the, uh, the, 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 the dance and the, the bat flip the whole bit. If anybody watched a Saturday Night Live from last weekend and they're talking about uh, players from Dominican, how they act when they play baseball, it's quite funny. And how it's uh, like North America, uh, United States and Canada, they're a lot more serious about how the game's played and they play the game the right way, whereas Dominican players, they uh, they have a dance and swagger to them. So if you get a chance to watch that Saturday Night Live, uh, maybe I'll find it. I'll put it up on our Twitter account. But it was, uh, it was, it was really fun to watch uh, Cabrera hit that home run and, and dance around the bases. Um, but it's 
odd to me how they don't go down back to that, uh, what was it, Mariano Duncan from 1996 when he said, we play today, we win today, that's it. You can't worry about tomorrow, and Boone worries about tomorrow way too much. He he tries to manage his bullpen for what might happen instead of what is going to happen. Uh, I get it that you you need to save arms, you have to have arms, but if you don't win today, you can't play you can't play tomorrow. And so there, there's no reason to be holding guys around. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on all our on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. For Boone to say something that he didn't want to use holes on back-to-back days, well, that's the perfect time to use a guy on back-to-back days because you, you need to win all the games in the playoffs. You, you worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I mean, that's a different mentality than a regular season but to say to not use Holmes and I saw that Severino and Holmes kind of threw Boone under the bus say Holmes said I was ready to go I'm surprised I didn't get I didn't get called in to go out there and Schmidt was yeah Schmidt's all, all right but obviously proved last night he wasn't Holmes should have been the guy in the game last night could you imagine 20 years ago because it's been a long time Yankee fans since Joe Torre you know, 96 is 26 years ago it's not like it's six years ago we uh we like I still got the core four behind me here at the Yankee Tavern North and we we talk about the the, the old days the old Old days are a long time ago, and so th- these these new Yankee fans who probably don't even remember like some of those guys you watch on on TV having a good time uh, here, there, and everywhere around the 161st and River, they probably don't even remember half of these guys. So it's a, it's kind of a thing. Could you imagine 20 some years ago if if Joe Torre would have said, "Yeah, I'm not going to use Mariano on back to back nights in front of the New York media," he would have got persecuted and and destroyed for for. Tory seemed to make the right. Yes, he probably had a stronger bullpen. Didn't have this. Didn't have that. But for Boone to go out and make that statement, he's not going to use a guy in back-to-back nights in the playoffs after they just had a rest and the, and the like. They didn't play for a, a lot of days in a row. You need so if 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 you got if you got Holmes going tonight, is he not going to pitch tomorrow? So like, what what's the game plan here? Make these guys pitch. If they get hurt, oh well, man. Oh well. Next year, who cares? prospects and all that is is cool but you know what's cooler championships go out and win championships worry about the game you're playing in front of you do not worry about the other stuff and that's what boone seems to do a ton and it's frustrating as hell to me i do not understand why he is so hell bent on doing that the way they lost last night was quite gut-wrenching as a as a yankee fan i was sitting down here you kind of thought they had the game in control but then it just it seemed like it was just getting away from them as it as it was going on. It was they were always half a second away from disaster, and the way Cleveland can put guys on base so often, it was always right there. And then because Mariano ain't coming through that gate, 
it's it just you, you always had that feeling that it wasn't going to go well. And with 15 hits through through eight nine, nine, nine innings of play, they do that. Cleveland does that well, and they run the bases well, and they 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 move up the bases well when they have opportunities. They take advantage of the other team's mistakes. And the thing about Cleveland that I that I really like is that they're too young and stupid to know any better. So they're, they're not listening to, to anything else. They're just going out and having a good time and playing. Most of them weren't in the, weren't in the big leagues in August. A lot of these guys are just fringe players that probably shouldn't even be in, in the big leagues if it were in other franchises. But they have pitching that pitches well. They have a bullpen that pitches well. Five hits by the vaunted New York Yankees is, is phenomenal. And three more home runs. The Yankees need to find a way to hit the ball and get on base. Last night, I could not believe for the life of me. You have Judge moving down the order. I would have put him at three, uh, let the other guys, you know, waste some pitches. You know, you wear, wear the guy down a little bit. So when Judge gets up, he, they're already in the 16th, 17th pitch uh, of Judge's at-bats in the, in the first inning. No, Gliber Torres, first pitch of the game, bounces one to shortstop, he's out. So it really didn't change anything in, in the approach that, that Judge was getting to be the leadoff guy. It was a selfish, ridiculous, stupid play by Torres. To, on, to be a leadoff hitter, whatever happened to, to seeing some Rick, like Ricky Henderson at bats and getting on base? I do not understand this mentality of not getting on base that these leadoff guys got. I will never, ever understand the, why Glaber Torres swung at that first pitch last night, why there wasn't some kind of game plan in his at bat before he went up to the plate. Make these guys throw a little bit, bounce it out, and then so judges this right there, anyways. So nothing changed. So just have Judge hitting where, like, at first. And anyways, I thought it was a selfish, stupid at-bat by Torres. It kind of set the pace for that first inning. I, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Going to get on to something else here before I get, get on to the rest of that game and, and some of what, what people think is going to happen. Uh, and some people on Twitter answered me today. Um, Bob Costas needs to shut up. Like, this history lesson Every pitch of every inning and blah, blah, blah. It's nonstop. He's talking about things while the play is happening. In Cabrera's home run, run last night, he was talking, I think it was about Satchel Page, I think, last night, which is a huge part of the game. And I'm a baseball historian. But he doesn't stop talking about the past. The past of baseball history is a thing. But take a page out of Ben Scully's book, how Scully could find a way to like, during mid pitch when the ball's hit and the ball's in play, he wasn't talking about God knows what. And Costas was doing that nonstop. And darling, get a personality, man. You are awful. Maybe I'm just spoiled. Maybe I'm just a, a little revved up about the game last night and then what the game tonight, but caught like those two, that those two in the booth are, are terrible. Maybe I'm spoiled with Michael Kay and you get David Cohn and Paul O'Neill in the booth who seem to be having a good time. They're knowledgeable about today's game. They bring in stuff from the past. And yes, I'm a Yankee hugger and the whole bit, but those two darling and Costas are atrocious. They're absolutely atrocious. And I, I just don't understand it. Yes. Costas has this resume and repertoire and, and he's 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 one of the all-time greats, but man, put him to pasture. He was terrible. Anyways, Yankees have a bad. They're, they're in tough right now. Garrett Cole has to have the game of his life for the Yankees. This is why he was brought in. This is why he was given the three hundred million dollar contract. It's for games like this, and he might have two or three more in these playoffs if they can survive tonight. 
Um, he'll, he's got to go out. He's got to give him length. He has to get into the seventh. He had a great start in game one. He can't give up that early home run. He can't give up base runners early because Cleveland will nickel and dime you to death. He has to go out and shut these guys down early and often and get out of innings, give his offense a chance to, to put up some runs, which I think that they might be able to do, but they have to start slapping the ball around, playing a little bit of small ball and doing something that's going to help their team and help their team win and not just the home runs and all, all the rest. Home runs are great and I get it, but if you watch the Padres game last night, if you watch the Indians game last night, I said, I finally said it, the, the, the Guardians game last night and the Phillies game like yesterday, yes, they were hitting some home runs, but they're slapping the ball around getting base hits, getting doubles, putting the ball in play. If you're constantly striking out and, and, and like why Stanton doesn't swing the bat, he's, he just stands there and it's like, okay, strike three, I'm out. And he just basically walks back to, to the uh, to the dugout. And yeah, he does hit some timely home runs, but he's hitting 220 and half his hits are home runs. Boone has said in the past, I'm kind of bounced around here a little bit, but Boone said in the past that they, they, they go for the home run because the analytics say it's harder to get this amount of base hits in a row and everything else. You know what's hard to do? Hit home runs. If you get base hits and base hitting to death and base hitting to death, you you're, you're wear the pitcher down more. You're getting guys on base that confuses the pitcher, gets them out of their rhythm, slows the game down a little bit, and, and the like. Base hits will always win ballgames, and the Yankees have to change their approach this offseason. I think you're going to see that a lot with the, with, with the banning of the shift and everything else, how it's going to change, change the way the game's played a little bit. I, I just... I do not like the way that the Yankees approach is in this offseason. If Cashman survives and if Boone survives, and if they lose tonight, Boone's done. And I'm a Boone guy. If they lose tonight, I think Boone is gone. That's my opinion. I think uh, it's like that, that, that mistake last night. Yes, it's not on him. I don't think, I, I think that there is a, there's a binder that happens that they okay, follow this game plan, do this, do this. And there's an agreed upon, um, there's a, an agreed upon script prior to, but anyways, I, I I just think that Boone, if they lose tonight, Boone's gone. Okay, if he loses tomorrow, maybe not. Lose tonight, gone. And it's crazy how that works. Cashman, he's a Steinbrenner. He'll be a Yankee for life. He'll have that job as long as he wants. They're, they're not going to get rid of him. They're still packing the place. They're still doing it. When do Yankee fans turn their back though? Never, right? 161st and River's going to be going to be nuts. Anyways, uh, put the question on Twitter, people, what they thought what was going going to happen tonight. Uh, average Joe, uh, these guys. These are the guy, the games the Yankees paid Cole to win, regardless of uh, b- the, the Boone fuck-ups. There's the first swear word of the game. So, average Joe, big Yankee fan. He's uh, I, I love having him on, listen to his show. He's a, He's got a great podcast. Make sure you listen to him for sure. Uh, Mark at Hammer to Fall underscore Yanks will win. Number 28 still happening. So, he's got big hopes that uh, it's, it's going to happen no matter what. It's it's crazy that the Yankee fans can, can think this still is going to happen. Another guy that's got really high hopes that uh, kind of made me chuckle the way he worded it, uh, Earl the Pearl, Yankee fan Earl, at Yankee fan Earl. There's no bullpen. There's no bench. Hicks, Martin, or roster filler there for emergency injuries. LaCastro only steal a bag. Carp to possibly take one at bat. We have a third baseman playing shortstop, a second baseman playing left field. Poorly constructed, poorly managed, poorly coached, but he still says, and I love him for this, Earl the Pearl, Yankee fan Earl, Yanks in five. Uh, it's funny how the Yankee fans can just uh, be on and on and on. I got a couple more here that made me laugh. Uh, 
Ryan McCarthy uh, at who is Ryan McSee. Boone is not a good manager, but your pitchers pitch. Stop relying on home runs. Your primary source for runs. I said the exact same thing, Ryan. I uh, hope you listen to the show. Hope you like the show. We'll get you on. Maybe we'll get you on someday, and we'll have a good chuckle about all this. Uh, it, it's just it's astonishing that the, the way the Yankee fans can go from one extreme to the other. The neighborhood podcast. Aaron Boone is an asset, and our bullpen is a joke. Um, it's not good. It's not, it's not good. It's not a good sign. I'm going to delay giving you my, uh, my prediction till about two hours before game time. I'll do a little video and we'll do a little bit of a roll call. See if we can't get a little bit more interaction with some fans before the game gets going tonight. And, and, uh, maybe do a, a Yankee Twitter thing, probably like about two hours before the game. I'm down the Yankee Tavern North here in Lethbridge, Alberta, enjoying, uh, what's the, might be the last day of Yankee baseball. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, soak it all in and maybe watch some old videos and reminisce about the old times and, and uh, maybe pray for some good times to come. Uh, football's on the whole bit. Uh, one thing I want to touch on before we get going here, anyways, go Yankees. Uh, very excited still about the, what, what could still happen. Chase for 28 is still on, but we'll give you my, my, uh, my prediction later on tough game last night, like I said, but just, Bear with them. They just got to. They got to just maybe take a page out of out of Cleveland's book and do the same thing and not worry so much about the home run. IKF's got to be better at shortstop. And if he, if there's any trouble, put someone else in there. IKF. If you if you if somebody knows him in the Yankee organization, please give him a pat in the back and a and and and, uh, and, and high fives and bum slaps for IKF to go out and have a better game this afternoon or early or tonight because uh, we, we need it. We need a shortstop to come up big like uh, the captain and Didi used to in these situations. Man, I, I love Didi. I'm glad he's not there anymore because his career went uh, down pretty quick. But uh, I love Didi. He was the perfect replacement for Jeter back in the day. So, Didi, wherever you are, I hope you're enjoying enjoying life, which I'm I'm sure you are. Anyways, Yankee fans, I, I hope they win. But before we get going here tonight, I want to say congratulations to San Diego Padres for slaying the dragon. That is the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm a Dodger guy myself. Uh, I have a little... Dodger section down here at the Yankee Tavern North. But uh, congratulations. Uh, it was great to see the fan base having such a good time late last night. It was uh, a fun, fun atmosphere. The way they came back, the uh, the friar, whatever his name, out in the stands, having a good time. Their mascot is fantastic. The uh, the place was electric. Uh, the way they, they just small balled the, the heck out of the Dodgers in the, in the seventh inning there. Today, the greatest of all time. Smacking the ball around, playing the game advancing runners, doing the whole thing, and the Dodgers just didn't have an answer for him. There's no defense to a base hit, kids. There's no defense to a base hit. And last night, the Cleveland Guardians and, and the San Diego Padres, uh, they, they showed that 100%. Uh, they finally did it. They're going to the uh, NLCS for the first time since 98, I believe, uh, when they ended up losing to the Yankees in uh, in four games in the World Series. But uh, the pitch was still a strike to Tino. The pitch before that, it was a strike. Uh, he should have been out from, uh, yeah, it, it was a strike. But we won't we won't dwell on that. Uh, congratulations to Padres, Padres fans. I think that's the last time we're going to see Clayton Kershaw and Dave Roberts in a uniform, in a Dodgers uniform. I think Kershaw probably had a belly full. It's maybe time to go. He's still effective, but eventually, you know what? Why not go out on, on a high note? Uh, didn't get the World Series rings he wanted, but man, you get 111 wins, whatever they had. Are, are they going to be able to do that? Put that kind of team together again next year. Who knows? And one thing that was really noticeable last night, and we'll end this uh, end this show right, right away here, was how much fun I thought that the San Diego Padres were having last night, and I and how they're doing this in spite of not having one, one of their superstars, uh, not having Tatis Jr. there. Uh, that team really came together after the, the, the 
the uh, Tatis Jr. suspension, and they seem to, be to re really like each other. Soto, that trade is paying dividends for him. Man, I like the way that guy plays. He plays hard. He has a good time. He was dancing all night long. He the, Nobody takes a, a ball three quite like him when he's up, up to bat. He's a hell of a player. He's going to make a lot of money someday. Um, but yeah, I like the way the Padres are playing. Uh, they might be my, uh, if, to see what happens tonight, but they might be who I'm cheering for uh, in the next series. I know I won't be cheering for uh, the, the no good cheating Astros, but congratulations to the San Diego Padres, their fan base, and those beautiful brown and uh, brown pinstripe uniforms with the gray are going to survive another day. So it was, it was fun to see those guys late last night pull that off. It was a great series. Congratulations to them. Uh, I really, really enjoy that. Best one of the best ball fields I've ever been to, Petco Park. It's fantastic. I've been there. I loved it. I had a great time. The one time I went there back in 2000, oh, I don't even know what year it was. It's been a while, but i got to get back there again, have a little tour planned for next year or so to, to maybe see some more ballparks if, uh, you know, 1420 land goes on. Anyways, uh, congratulations once again. Go Yankees. Go tonight. Remember, we have a new sponsor, uh, Plate Crate. It's a uh, Baseball uh, fan, baseball player, uh, inspiring every baseball player, young and old, with baseball's number one subscription box. Use promo code FASTBALL20. That's 20% off your first order uh, at at uh, PlateCrate.com. They have tons of good stuff, tons of great uh, training materials. Um apparel, sunflower seeds, the whole bit for every baseball player. They have uh, stuff for, for parents. They have stuff for coaches. They have things for everybody who for, in the game of baseball. That's a full-time, full uh full season thing. Anyways, I'm getting a little excited now. Go Yankees, go. Uh, pull it off tonight, Cole. We need you big. Let's uh, let's get a big win tonight and take her back to the Bronx and win it, win it in five. I said Yankees in five when I, I first did my uh, my predictions. Before we get go uh, later on tonight, uh, we'll get to uh, We'll get talking. I'll get this show out to Jim. Jim had a, a song on the radio yesterday. Congratulations, Jim. Jimmy Valentine. Get that thing out there. Jimmy Valentine, is, 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 uh, his album Poser is out there. His EP. Have a listen to that. It's on Spotify. But anyways, starting to ramble here. Go Yankees, go. And remember Aaron Boone. Smart people, but... Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.